Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. <laughs> You're on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. We're having a good time in the studio already. No, he's, he's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Sam Speak Schmitz yourself, is on the buddy. board. Uh, it is a, uh, can I say this? It's a crappy day to be driving out today, uh, freeways, regular roads, especially the side streets where they haven't plowed too much, but even the freeways aren't that great. Uh, if you feel yeah. you're starting to lose it, just step on it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just step on it. Don't follow that advice, yeah, folks. No. Oh, there's that... the usual meatheads in a ditch on oh, the yeah. way in. That's going to happen. Well, anyway, People flying by, one knucklehead in a truck pulling a trailer comes racing by. Yeah, we come to you every sea. You know, even on crappy days like today and last week, we still come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We're still here talking with you about the out-of-doors and other stuff that might concern you or not. <laughs> anyway, if you want to get involved in the show, 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. Or email us at the Smokey's Inbox at ceoguys at yahoo.com. All right. I got a lot of stuff here for us today, Danny, too. We got a big, 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 big show at the a quarter to seven. We'll get a call from is Ever, Ever, Evert. Evert. Evert uh, and Evert Dan Johnson. Vorster. I think. Evert Vorster. Uh, Dan Johnson. Oh, it's Evert and Captain Mike are, are going to call in. I think they'll both okay. probably call in. And we got the technology to have two people on the line at once. We, we got that. We, we got the technology. Yeah, they would just have to call the hotline and then want us to call the warm line. Okay. Yeah, okay, so when they well, call. we'll see what happens. Yeah. Okay, we'll let you take care of that because you're producing over there. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, that's right. You, you can earn your money in today morning. instead of taking a nap. Yeah, back Tom there. will give you a big tip, take you to lunch or something. <laughs> oh, if I could take naps back uh, there, that'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then at 7.05, well, what yeah. do we got? Oh, yeah, Wally. Wally uh, Cook is calling at 7.05 from Wally's Unlimited. Okay. Uh, their big ice jamboree is, is today the 18th? It's today. That's correct, yeah. El yeah, Guapo. It's today, yeah. Correct, Mundo, and so, then at seven thirty-five, we're gonna have Tom Mitchell from the Waukesha Gun Club. Wow, oh. we got a lot of stuff. Oh going yeah, on. lots of stuff. Yeah, and uh, this Evert Vorster, he, he's been on every year the last several years. He, he, uh, him and his wife and ch- kids, they own a, a African safari in South Africa, and he's gonna talk about how you, if you're interested, who to call, what to do. They got a don't they have some kind of meet and greet? Something's going to go on. So we'll let yeah. we'll let him yeah we'll, we'll let, let him let explain, him explain that, Lucy. 
Yeah. And so, uh, so if you're interested, make sure you're listening because you'll tell where that is. Lots of lots of stuff going on. Yeah, and we got uh, Danny. I found a few interesting things. Okay, tell or, me some you, of your interesting things. Okay, real and quick. And then I'll share some later. Did you know? Nope. That wolves kill more deer than gun hunters in five counties in Wisconsin. Now, I don't know how the DNR knows that. I don't know how they know that. Well, they did like a Gallup poll of the wolves, just like presidential polls. Oh, right? is that they're, right? They're highly oh, okay. accurate, Tom. Yeah, highly accurate. Just well, anyway. like they predicted Trump would lose. Yeah, more deer. You can't trust that wolf yeah. poll. Then. More deer killed than by wolves than by hunters. That's uh, kind of, well, you know, they were also the ones who told us that we'd only have a maximum of 80 to 100 wolves in the state of Wisconsin. They told us that, too, many years ago. I thought, they said, I thought it was two to three hundred no, that they I, wanted. In, in this article, it said uh, eighty to a hundred. Oh, okay. so well, maybe that was the first thing they came out, and then they I think that's re-upped what the, it. You I know? think that's what they had, <laughs> and they were hoping to get it to double it yeah, to two three hundred. Yeah. Why would they ever think that that wouldn't be able to explode that population? I know, I know. Because think about it, they got food. Yep. They got water. Yep. And they, they got habitat. Yeah, they got great habitat. So now they got elk. <laughs> we brought those in on the yep, menu. Yep, yep. So they got all the stuff they can use. I, I, I don't know. Personally, I don't think I don't. I don't care to be honest with you. I know. I'm not, I, I'm I don't. I don't care. There's enough deer out if there. The wolves are see deer every year. Yeah. So. But it's just, I just thought it was funny when I saw that. Who do you got online, Sam? Our old friend, our old friend, sorry, Kevin in Maple Ridge. Oh, Yay. hey. Good morning. good morning, Kevin. How you doing? Oh, very good. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. Happy New Year, Kevin. I haven't yeah. talked to you for a while. Hey, Kevin, don't go driving this morning. It's kind of nasty out there. I, I, <laughs> well, my, <laughs> my brother has <laughs> my brother has to shovel the snow. Yeah, you're not going to help him today? No. <laughs> no. Okay, you're a smart guy. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, what's up? Moving right along. Moving right along, Kevin. You're right. Yes. A uh, couple of fishy questions for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shoot. Fishy. Number one. Uh, question uh, number way, one. What, hey, hey, uh, Tom. Yeah. Tom or Dan? Uh, okay. Who's, who's here? Dan? Both of us. Okay. Dan, you might know this. Okay. When you were a little kid. Yep. Remember it what well. What was that saying? Fishy, fishy in a brook. Come and bite. by the hook. Come and bite my hook. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Fishy, fishy in the brook. Come and bite my little hook. Something like that. Yeah. No, I remember no, the fishy, was... fishy in the brook part yeah, of was it. Was there more to it, Kevin? Yeah. Fishy, okay. fishy in a brook. Mama caught him by the hook. Baby fry him in the pan. Oh. Oh, that's it. And. And Mama eat him like a man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you didn't know that, did you? Oh no, I, forgot I just all remember about that. Red Rover, Red Rover. Yeah, you can learn Let more. Let Thomas come like, over. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, question number two. You, yeah, yeah. No. How do you prepare a smoked fish? Take it away, Tom. <laughs> well, you mean how do you make them smoked fish, or yeah. what do you do with them after they're smoked? All of the above, Tom. Well, you smoke them on a smoker for one thing. You got to brine them first, of course. What kind uh, of what kind of brine, Tom? That's a long story. 
Well, come on. You got to brine them first, put them on a smoker until they're done, and then you can you just eat them plain or you can make smoked fish out of them, a, a pate or whatever, pate. a spread, you know, pate. whatever. You can do a lot of well, things. How do you get the, how yeah. do you get the bones up? You gotta pick the bones out. Bones out of those. When I yeah, when I when I do salmon, when I smoke salmon, yeah, you gotta. Well, actually, when it's smoked, it's like cooked, and it like peel this the meat peels right off the bones. So it's kind of like finger food. You take your fork and stuff, and it peels right off. If you're a Cro Magnum man and don't care, you just grab it with your fingers and rip hunks off the bone. Yeah, it it peels off very easily, very easily. Yeah, flakes off. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff though. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Carl's Country uh, Meat, which is one of our sponsors, makes fantastic smoked salmon if yeah. you ever want to bring one over there. You know, you know, years ago, stores used to carry, and I still think they carry them, not as much as before, but smoked chubs. Yes. Chubs from Lake Michigan, and those were delicious. Those were excellent. You can use those ice fishing for pike, you know, Yeah. Too. yeah it well, works. See, you just well, got to go out know, and get some. Know. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, hey, uh, it's Tom, illegal. Uh, yeah. what are you guys... What are you guys doing after the show? Uh, I'm going to be snow blowing at home. I have. You can't. You can't have breakfast with us. Nope. I got a snow blow when I get home. That's a. Oh. I I got orders from headquarters. I appreciate. Oh, you did. Yeah. Pre- appreciate the offer. Yeah, I have to get to an ice fishery that's going on. So, uh, plus I got to try and get home before the weather gets worse yeah it's nasty driving i mean i i don't want to drive as much i want as little as possible i want to drive today yeah it's the roads are tough kevin we saw people in the ditches and stuff yeah it is it's pretty nasty out there so yeah what's no fun go ahead ahead, oh i was gonna ask you a kevin uh question kevin yeah go ahead you know sturgeon spearing is right around the corner Okay. Oh yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, sturgeon spearing right around the corner. Ask you guys, about that. How do you prepare those? Uh, I don't know. I never had one, and I hear they're not that great. But uh, they're not bad. They're not I bad. Mean, uh, not my brother made. Yeah. It's like uh, it's, that's right. Your brother got. Yeah, one. you can make it like bake it. I think. I think you bake it, and it's you know it's like a dry kind of yeah. a meat. Uh, but it's okay, I guess. But all the all the big ones caught. Every year seem to be all females, and then they what they do is they use the eggs to make They're caviar. From Wisconsin, yeah, exactly, and they and they use the eggs to make caviar. But I got a question for you, Kevin. Yeah, what what is it? Take uh, a guess on this. Last year, the two nine the twenty nineteen hundred yes. pound club, okay, of of uh, <laughs> of of uh, sturgeon over a hundred pounds. What do you yes. think the biggest one was? The biggest sturgeon caught last year? Mm, I have no idea. Want to just take a guesstimate? Uh, 10 pounds. How about 171 pounds? Holy smoke. Yeah, those sturgeon are big, man. Yeah, they're big. They're Probably like, weighs more like than a, you. They look like a small shark. Oh really? Yeah, yeah they're, they're big. They're huge. And and they're prehistoric too. Yeah, last year, thirty-two of them over a hundred pounds were caught. So, and the biggest wow. one being one seventy-one. That's and they were all female too. Every one. No, I was going to use that for my hornswoggle. You know, guys. Oh you know, well, you can still totally use it. People, no, I can't. people are listening. Nope, you ruined it, Tom. Okay. Once again, I ruined once it. Once again, I... Tom put his fingers in the pie. That's all right. Well, there's. You know, guys. Well, yeah. What? How... What? You know, guys. I don't see how. These aides are going to come up here. 
Oh, 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 you mean in the weather, you mean? Yeah. Oh, to get, really... to, the, to get to Maple Ridge? Yeah. Well, you got some dedicated, oh, caring, there. wonderful people. And if they drive slow uh, and they're on the city streets, they can probably maneuver their way there. Where, oh, sure. Yeah. If you get out on the highway, that's where you get meatheads spinning out and stuff. So yeah. I think they should well, be there okay for well, you. Well, my brother doesn't even want to shovel it. Well, well, but tell, sometimes you just have to. Tell them to buy a Husqvarna yeah. snowblower. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, right. All right. Well, Kevin, thanks for calling. Thanks nice for talking you, to you again. Good hearing from you again, buddy. Oh, hey, you guys, if somebody knows that uh, poem, uh, call in. Yeah, right. oh, for the ending, because we don't quite know the ending. Yeah, right? someone want to yeah. well, you clarify our fishy fishy in the brook? Yeah, yeah. all right. All right, fishy, sounds yeah. good. All right, thanks, okay. Kevin. Thanks. Okay. All right. Bye now. Hey, Dan, there's another one about, not wolves, but uh, did you hear about the McGuanago woman who shot two, not one, but two elk accidentally? Did you hear about that? Uh, this past season? Yeah, this 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 past uh, fall. So she shot one and just kept blazing away at the other one? She thought they were, uh, she thought they were small bucks, cause they're, they're rat, or she thought they were bucks, because it had a rack about two feet high. But that's like an immature bull. Right. And uh, she shot two of them, so she's got to pay uh, $23,000 in fines. $23,000? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she's got to spend two years riding the bench. Oh, no, I take it back. I take it back. That's not that woman. She, Come on, Tom. Okay, she's going to face $6,100 in fines. Yeah, because I was going to say 23000 yeah. way too, Six, way too much. $6,100 in fines. Uh, okay, that's what she's going to get. Right. And uh, she was from Lady, uh, yeah, she was a McGuanago woman, but hunting in Ladysmith area. Okay, what's the other one? Yeah, and the other one, I was thinking of the $23,000. <laughs> a former Minnesota uh, guide, deer hunting guide, came to Wisconsin, shot a farm buck, which are really big, right? The bucks on the farms. On the game farms? Yes. Shot a big buck on a game farm, took it to North Carolina, and said he shot it in the woods in Montello area. Well, I guess that's illegal to do. He could he wasn't supposed to transport that deer and whatever else. I don't know. He's he's uh he's got a twenty three thousand dollar fine and two years of no hunting. What do you mean trans? What do you get? I I don't know if the what's transporting, it what, but what did it say the fine was? What 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 did what did he do illegal? No, he he, transported he tried past, passing off a Wisconsin game farm buck as, tried, a, as a fair chase archery kill. So he tried registering public, it illegally down there, so he'd be, look like a hero in the record books. Something like that, yeah. I'll oh. tell you what, I I saved that there's a the front piece and then the second piece right like that, so. Okay. If you want to look at that yeah. during a break. But, uh, it, it, you know, I mean, you hear this stuff constantly about people shooting the wrong animals or too many or trying to finagle their way to whatever. You know what I mean? It's like just do it legally in the right way, you know. Got a buzzer in their deer hunting coat so another person can buzz them right before the buck comes by. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, folks, if you want to get cheaters. in touch with us. They're all cheaters. Yeah, they're all cheaters. They're all, uh, what's that coach's eater, name? Eater, pumpkin eater. What's that coach's name of the Patriots? They're all Belichicks and Beltrons now, I guess. <laughs> Belichicks and Beltrons. Coras and Hinches, too. And those two, yeah, yeah, all of them. All right, folks, we're going to be right back. Short break coming up, so stay tuned. You got any comments or questions, 799-1250, right here on 105.7 FM, The Fan. 
All right. Welcome back to the Skibber Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. I'm Dan Bush. He's Tom Neubauer. A uh, couple quick announcements here. Uh, oh, I mentioned uh, if somebody's looking for something to do this winter, there's the Beginner's Fly Tying class, which is January 22nd and 29th. So you can contact uh, the uh, fly fisher shop there out in, uh, out in Brookfield area. Uh, there's, uh, of course, today we're going to have a call-in, but just a heads up that at AJ's Bar and Grill, you got the fishery going on today. So that's going on. And what else is going on today, Tom? Well, according to our friend right here, Bob in Stumpy Bay. Stumpy Bay. He was reminding us, something I was going to bring up, but he was reminding us that this is free fishing weekend well, here that, in Wisconsin. That's another thing I was going to mention. Yeah, yes. free fishing weekend, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, Well, is anybody even going to be able to take advantage of it, Tom? <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Are people getting out on the ice now? Yeah. They yeah, are. Yeah. You've heard that? Yes. Your contacts, your people told you that? Yep, yep. What lakes have you heard they've been on? A lot of, well, to the north of us, quite a well, few. The, well, the, but around no, here, to, yeah, well, a of lot of them are on. Minocqua they're getting no, on. I'm, but I'm, I'm saying that, uh, I mean, around here, a lot of lakes. Even, uh, well, they got a big, uh, my son Nick Walkie was sh- telling me there's a big uh, kids, uh, it was a big thing for kids out on uh, Monona. Yeah, Mendota. I think it's Monona Bay. They <clears throat> all the kids go out. They they cook them hot dogs, hamburgers, whatever. They they instruct them on how to ice fish. If if there's enough ice, they go out and they fish. If not, they kind of like what they do around here. You know, that's going to be coming up in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I think right. that's February sixth. They're, they're going to have like six Milwaukee parks. Right, there's right. Be something going yeah. on. Well, they do kind of like the same thing out there on Monona Bay. I, it's the Yahara Fishing Club. Okay, that puts it on. So if somebody were to Google Yahara Fishing Club, I'm sure you could find out all about it. Uh, Nick said that his uh, sister-in-law and brother-in-law, or his sister-in-law, took her kids out there last year, and they had a ball. You know, they had a lot of fun, and they, she said there was a lot of people. So, uh, there's that going on. So, when does the battle on, at Bagel go on? Like oh, that? that's uh, I don't. Is that, that more like mid-February? That's got to be in February. I think it's right after sturgeon spearing. I think it's after sturgeon spearing. Oh, yeah, spearing. so the sturgeon spearing's coming up first. And uh, and do remember that if you did miss Temple Bay Lodge um, at the All-Canada Show, they will be up there at Battle and the Bagel, so you can book a family trip up to Canada. Yeah, yeah. It's coming up. And uh, when do you got to get those uh, sturgeon spearing tags, licenses, whatever? How do you, well, when, when do you got to get one of those? You can just, I don't know, I think you can just buy an over-the-counter one for sturgeon general but yeah. you know for that upriver one where yeah, you got the special. better yeah where you got like the you know 70 80 percent success success rate or chance at one yeah. like my brother got yeah. one years ago that's kind of like putting in for your bear permit you got to put in and okay. you get into that lottery type thing over and over and my brother i was supposed to when he when he got the one with the with the spear years ago he said yeah man you start putting in now and by the time you're retired i'll take you on out and we'll you know, you'll maybe have a permit and get one. And, of course, I never bothered putting in for the permits. I don't know. I'm, I'm still putting in the bear permits. Yeah. But um, my brother, he's still doing the sturgeon, but he's not doing the bear. And I tell him, Tim, you can always shoot another bear. I already got one with the bow. He doesn't. I'm, I'm like, hey, 
I, I like bear hunting's fun, so I'd like to do that again. And one thing I, I learned this, and this is for all our listeners out there. Even if you don't think you're going to bear hunt, you should put in because once you're eligible and you can get the permit, I believe that you can, if you don't want it, you can like seed it over. Is yep, that the you word? can give it to, to somebody else. You can give it to yeah. like a, uh, I think either a veteran uh, or a disabled kid or something like that. So, I mean, you could help make some 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 make a wish some sick kids dream come true just by you taking the time to send in the two dollars or whatever for the next seven years and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden you might be able to do something good for somebody so i think everybody ought to be putting in because even if you're not going to go go shoot one yourself uh do something good for someone else yeah yeah Yeah. you're still not going to go pay the three dollars i'm not going to go bear hunting ever i never Well, how about go pay the three dollars like i just was talking about how about I'll give you the three dollars and, and uh, you can do do it in your name when I'd you buy your rem- fishing I'd license? Re- I'd have to remember to do that every year. Whoa! Whoa. Wow! Okay, oh, I'll, that, I'll whoa, try to hey, remember. I don't want to knock you out on uh, that one there. I'll try to. Hey, yeah. I'll try to remember <laughs> yeah. this year. I'll try to remember. <laughs> he was. You remember your wife's me. anniversary, but yeah, browbeating me right away. Well, yeah, yeah I got to remember her the, the anniversary. Oh my. Goodness, I better remember put that. Put one in for her name too, while you. Yeah, I'll put one in for one her. In for, yeah, put, put one, one in, in for the grandkids. Put one right in away. for the, for the wife. Yeah, yeah. My son Nick said uh, I asked him if he was uh, going to start, you know, putting in again and go bear hunting again or try to bear hunt again. Right. And he said I don't think so. He says I shot one. He said uh, it was a lot of work, a lot of time. Ooh. You know, I mean, it is. It's a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of money. You know, I mean, it, it, what? well, the expense of gasoline and driving. He was driving up to Price County every see, weekend. See, I was fortunate in that yeah. my cousin's kids, they're, I guess, my second cousins, they bought their license. You got to have a license just to, to go. Bear, to, to bait them. To bait or anything, yeah, right. right. So I went out there and set my stand up and, and put the first bunch of bait out, and then I give them a hundred bucks. Okay. And he goes out to the cabin once a week, drives out on a four wheeler, you know, checks okay. the trail cam, yeah. emails me the pictures and puts the bait back. And then, oh, okay. and then when the season comes, Dan, Dan shows up, climbs the tree. Yeah. Bear walks in. Boom. Oh, you know what? Uh, Nick also, he was looking for, you know, the different types of bear bait that come in like five gallon mm-hmm. buckets of all different things, stuff. And Nick was looking online, and I forget if this was through Craigslist, eBay, whatever it was. And he found a, a guy who was selling a bunch of stuff, right? And Nick says, boy, I don't want that much stuff. The guy, I guess it was a lot, right? And he says, I, I don't need that much. I just need, you know, like this much. So the guy says, okay, I'll sell you this much, you know, whatever right. it was he wanted. And, and the guy says, and, I'll, and he didn't live far away from Nick. So he says, I'll deliver it. And Nick says, oh, okay, that sounds great. Because the guy, I guess, was happy to get rid of it. Right, right. He brought him everything. He says, look, you can have the rest of this, too. Nobody else called. You can have all of it. And Nick had so much stuff. Well, I got He's going to have it for several years. So I got, basically, I went to Big Woods Bear Baits, which is just on Highway 41, north of Green Bay, as it branches right. It goes off towards uh, Peshtigo, Ocano, if you go left back in the day. I think, is that right by... I forget what little town's there, but then kind of heading towards O'Connell Falls, Big Woods Bear Baits, and uh, they've got everything that you need. And I think I paid about 100 bucks uh, For like 20 bucks. I got the big hollowed-out bait log mm-hmm. with the top, which is legal. So mm-hmm. I figure, hey, yeah, I'll get the log right there. Throw yeah. that on the tra- trailer. 
got the got the big big gallon, you know, the big drum, oil drum size of bait, mm-hmm. and um, and then basically um, he had the different scents and stuff. Mm-hmm. His favorite one was Fruit Loops. Fruit so Loops, and yeah. I still have, <laughs> I think I still got a full bottle that, of that spray Fruit Loop. Yeah. Uh, and it, yeah, it actually they like Fruit Loops. It's the breakfast that. cereal. Yeah, right. yeah. And uh, and I'd kind of mix it up, put some different stuff in, throw a little syrup on top, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And yeah, you gotta. And, and nowadays, um, you have to uh, sometimes. Now, now where I'm at, I'm not competing with any other bear baits, fortunately, or dog hunters. They can't hunt that big river valley, that mm-hmm. big country there. Um, but in some areas, you're competing with other people's bait stations. So it's kind of like it's like competing like you got a restaurant down one corner oh, okay. and you're competing yeah, yeah, yeah. with the other yeah, restaurant yeah. down the way yeah. to try and get the bear to come on mm-hmm. in. So sometimes mixing it up a little bit. He mentioned that in uh areas where like uh Canada and places where nobody else is baiting, the old bacon type sand, all that yeah. anise and bacon and stuff, but in areas where there's a lot of bait stations all using that same, you know, stuff. Yeah. Then, then you got to mix it up. You got to have something different. You know, you 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 touched on something that I, I remember my son telling me. He said that uh, him and his father-in-law, or his father-in-law, built it uh, by the tree stand that they use. He for the bear bait station. He built this thing with these heavy rocks and logs and that. And and Nick was saying, you know, this is heavy stuff. He said sometimes it takes the two of them to build it up. You know, pick up this, some of this heavy stuff. He says it's amazing how strong those bear are that just swat it off to the side. You know, just it's just like get out of here. <laughs> you know, just swat it off. It, it is amazing. How, and an, uh, yeah. And another thing was, I don't know. Have you do you ever have you ever seen uh, this guy? I don't know what his name is called. Meat Eater. It's a series on. Uh, well, it's on Netflix and other places. You can find it called Meat Eater. Guy goes hunting and fishing all over the world and eats everything. He loves eating the hearts, the livers, the gizzards of everything. I mean, he eats everything, right? Well, he made a mistake of they shot a bear or he shot a bear. And uh, they, they, they'll they a lot of times just cook this stuff over over open fires right out right, in the woods, right? right? And uh, I think this was in uh, Canada or Alaska. And um, so they got this bear meat on like skewers over the holes right. over the fire. Well, he says he learned his lesson. He ate it when it was still like medium rare, like he does with the venison and that. Not bad and he idea. Said, yeah, and he said uh, he learned his lesson. He got that trichinosis. overblown trichinosis. And then he said something. He said, and worms, you wouldn't believe the worms. So I guess your body gets worms in it yep. that they got to kill off. And he was a sick puppy. Him and the guy he was with, they were both See, I would very, think- very ill. I would think that he should know that, though. Yeah, he said, you know, I can't I mean, remember exactly. I mean, if you're exactly. a food safety guy and yeah. if he's with a guide up there, even I. I don't know if he was with a guide. Maybe he was the guide. I don't know. You know, Even but, I know that bear can have trichinosis yeah. Yeah. and that you got to cook it Well, thoroughly. you know, it's like I didn't know that until my son told me and his father-in-law told me about it. I mean, I didn't know. I mean, I'm not a bear hunter. What do I, I, guess, I know about it? I him, guess you know? I didn't. I, I will take that back. The first bear I shot in Canada in 1988, I just made all into burger, mm-hmm. and we ate it all. And I guess I did most of it on the grill with barbecue sauce, and my roommates loved it and stuff. But I didn't really know anything. I guess I just naturally cooked it thoroughly. Yeah, cooked and, it. But I didn't well realize. Done, yeah. You know, another way that kills trichinosis, I believe I've read some things online that 
if you put freeze something into a deep solid, the meat at a deep solid freeze for like a s- extended period of time, yeah, that that can also knock out the trichinosis, I believe. Like, well, they do that with pork. All the pork you buy, even if it's thawed and fresh pork at the grocery store, that has been previously frozen to kill the trichinosis. Yeah, it's been, all been previously frozen. And that's that does not. Kill and it. that's not the only safeguard. Uh, pork in the past. People used to feed pigs garbage, and garbage would often t- con- can contain dead mice. Oh, and this you and never that, know what it's. And they'd have. eat the mice. They, and that's why trichinosis what could be was you know around back yeah, then. Right, right. Nowadays, you know, with regulations and so forth, and probably just common sense, they don't feed garbage right, to pigs right. anymore. They feed but, it good feed and yeah. so forth. So trichinosis in modern pork yeah. has all been but eliminated. Yeah, but like I said, every. Everyone is frozen, though. They freeze freeze them all. Hey, we got to go to a break. Coming up next, folks, is the gut report, and you wanna you wanna stay tuned for this one. If you don't if you don't write down the ingredients, uh, then you just gotta go on our uh, 1057fmthefan.com and look up our show. Go to the what do they call the podcast? Fan on demand, presented by yeah. John Paul's Buick GMC, there Highway 100 in Greenfield. Yeah, fan on demand, and. Uh, that's that's if they go to 1057fmthefan.com, right? Then they hit yeah. Fan On Demand. Yep. Okay. And just look for our show because this is a recipe I, I've been neglecting over the years to give you. I thought it was too long, but I realized they're basic, simple ingredients, but you will love it. You will really enjoy this recipe. So stay tuned for more of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Come here. I'm going to eat you. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. The Gut Report is brought to you by Discount Liquor. All right, here we go, folks. Get your pencil and papers ready. Now, this is called a pea salad. Now, Bushy's going to like this because he... Do you like peas? I like pea soup. Okay, well, you're going to like this. This is really good, and it's not hard to make. First thing you got to do... Number one. Number one is take a pound of bacon, fry it, and then chop it up. Grumble it, crumble it up, okay? Chop it up. That's the first thing. Put that in a big bowl. Then you take two bags of peas. They got to be thawed out. That's all. Two bags, like they're 14 to 16 ounce bags. Throw those in there. You take a medium onion and finely dice that. Then you get four or five hard-boiled eggs and chop those up. Throw that in there. Then you do about, eh, it's up to you when it comes to the Lowry's Seasoned salt, okay, yeah, a tablespoon, a couple teaspoons. It depends to your taste. And then you throw in about a eh, quarter teaspoon of pepper, black pepper. Now, here's the funny thing, the mayonnaise. you got to use anywhere from a half a cup to a cup. You put enough into the consistency that you like. I'm generally putting in about a cup of mayonnaise. And then just mix all this stuff together. You got the bacon, you got the peas, you got the onion, you got the hard-boiled eggs, you got the lowries, you got the mayonnaise. I'm telling you, folks, when you're all done, and, and you know, here's the thing. It's good right away, but if you put it in the fridge and let those flavors meld together, you know, come together, it's even better later on. You can make this a day ahead of time before you take it to a party, and trust me, people will like it. This I've Anybody that's ever tasted it in our family really likes it, so check that out, the pea salad. Uh, the Gut Report was brought to you by Discount Liquor, where you're going to find the best price, selection, and service. 
at 51st and Oklahoma in Milwaukee and Main Street and Barstow in Waukesha for weekly specials. And no, they don't have peace salad. For weekly specials, go to discountliquorinc.com. Great choice there. Yep. I love the best part. And the man at the back. <laughs> she thinks she's the passionate one. Oh, yeah. She must be the hot chick in the corner. Yeah. Nobody ignores. I got to go get a coffee at oh, this coming yeah. up break. But, you know, in the next break, right at, after this uh, 645 commercials, we got uh, Evert Vorster calling from South Africa. Well, he's not calling. Sadaka. Yeah, he's Safari. not. Sadaka Safaris. Now, he's not calling from South Africa. It's just that he's from South Africa. He's calling what? from his private jet as he circles the globe, Tom. Right, that's he's probably calling. it. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way. <laughs> anyway, and uh, he's going to be calling and telling us about the African safari stuff. So the, the Hornschwaggle will we'll, not be done right after the 645 break. Correct, Amundo. Amundo yeah. That will be uh, pushed into the second hour. So for those who want to win a $10 gift certificate to... What do they win, Tom? Carl's Country Market. Carl's Country. Yeah. I just mentioned their great smoked yeah. fish, even any kind of trout or salmon. Take it out there. They do a fantastic job. But $10 gets you some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. and that's going to be done. We got Wally Cook calling us. You know, he's from the Walleyes Unlimited Club's big outing. That's today. And and the yeah. foot, football picking contest. We'll Tom, be at right after the 715 break. I screwed we up and forgot that. that last week. Me too. Notice how I took all the blame on that time. Yeah, you, that was real yeah, nice. Well, we both we both forgot it. And actually, I'm like it, that, Danny. What? It turned out good that we both forgot it. Why? You know why? 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 Because they didn't give us enough gift certificates. There's only two left. Oh. So there, if I would have given one out last week, there was this week and then the Super Bowl. I would have been short one. So we'll have enough to make so it to the season. So we got enough for the Super Bowl. And what do the they Super win Bowl. if they get the football picking contest? Oh, that's a, another $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. Curly's Waterfront Pub. And mm-hmm. uh, we'll be talking about AJ's Fishery. I think Lunkers Unlimited yeah. has, has one. Uh, at, so at uh, Curly. So Curly says all kinds of good stuff yeah. happening throughout the winter. Yeah, this Wally Cook from Wally's Unlimited, he's going to be calling us at 7.05. I, so we're uh, going to talk to him for about five minutes, and then we're going to do the Hornschwaggle. I think I'm going to yeah. drive out to AJ's. I've never been there before. Yeah. yeah. And buy some raffle tickets and see if I can be a lucky yeah. wiener. Boy, today's a, there's, you know, the, those lakes today are going to be tough, you know, with all the snow on them. Guys will be dragging their sleds and whatever. Actually, if you got if you got one of those, I forget what they call those, Danny. Those black sleds that are otter. swooped otter Called sleds. An otter. Yeah, if you got one of those, that'll make life a lot easier for you. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know what I bought? I told you I bought that eight inch um, laser hand auger now. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have to lug that big hawking. Right. 10-inch Jiffy, which is a beautiful auger. And, Not and, unless you got a lot, a lot of ice. <laughs> yeah, and I got the extension, so in case I go to Lake of the Woods, yeah. I can, uh, and that's it's great. Got the old Tecumseh yeah. motor, and yep. you get that Jiffy tune-up kit. So, But that's my that's for the big league fishing. That's my magnum yeah. fishing. For just local fishing, I'm going with that 8-inch hand auger. Yeah. It's, it's big enough to get a nice pike through. Yeah, I can't believe, uh, 
out on Pewaukee Lake. This is years ago. A guy I knew, uh, he lives out there, and uh, he put out some tip-ups, you know, with some shiners or whatever, and and he caught a big old pike, and he only had a six-inch hole. And it was amazing that he was able to pull. I saw pictures of the pike, and I said, how big was the ice hole? He said, six inches. And I said, you got that through it? And he said, yeah. He said, it started coming up. He had to drop the line, grab it by the gills, because just the head was popping through, and he had, had to like pull it and squeeze it through. I mean, it had a big old belly on it, and that. So it w- it was amazing what he could get through that small hole. So I think with an eight inch hole, I think you'd be okay well, getting for a those, big one through. For it. those of you who have not had the fortune of yet pulling in a twenty pound pike through the ice, which I've had the fortune of do uh, of doing. Um, it's amazing, Tom. Uh, even if you have a ten-inch uh, hole, oh, yeah, they um, you get those giant pike, and let's say you drilled through three feet of ice, which is oh, often the tough. case yeah. up there. Oh. Here's the problem: yeah. you got enough room to pull them easily through as they're coming straight up yeah. and out. Yeah. The trick is when they get to the bottom of the hole. If it's a big gator like yeah. that, yeah. what happens is is their head goes across the bottom of the hole. And their lower lip and snout get wedged on the bottom on the other side. Oh. And as you're pulling straight up, you can't. So you actually. Ha- it's hard to get them in the you hole. Can't, you can't because yeah. their head is they're They're still. Yeah. Uh, they're still. Horizontal. Horizontal. Yeah. So what you got to do is because <laughs> if you just keep pulling straight and you're pulling yeah. that hook from the front of his mouth. Right. Right. You're not. So you got to actually ease up, maybe kind of pull back the other direction a little bit, give it a little slack. Let him back. Let his snout back off the edge of the hole, and then pull Hopefully up. Hopefully, get it and get through. him. You're kind of like you know, steering and finessing his head up yeah. and straight to come out of the hole. It's a lot easier the way you explain it. It's a lot easier if you have, let's say, less than a foot of ice. It'd be a lot easier, right? Right. To get that big it, pipe through. It would be easier, it. but and, and but if, if you, you got three feet, two or and, three and feet of ice, yeah, what, that's hard. If it's a bright sunny day and yeah. you're on brilliant uh, white snow up there on Lake of the Woods, yeah, um, it. Can be uh, it can be very hard to see down the hole. Yeah. You got to kind of I'm holding oh, on to the tip up line and I put my head down close and and slowly my eyes focus and then you see this giant head down there. Uh, That'll get your head pounding though. <laughs> that sure will. Heart pounding, I should say. That was my phone, Tom. Oh, that was your phone. You get so faked thought, out all well, the time. It, your phone and my phone sound exactly the same when I you know. get a message. But I know we gotta. Hey, Danny, we gotta go to a you, break. Like, pinpoint the location of the sound. Don't you have like a deer's ears where no. they turn it sideways? I got, I got headphones on. I got. I, I don't know. That's I thought it was. Excuse. Well, anyway, that's your excuse. All right, folks. Okay. Coming up next, we all we'll have a phone call from uh, Evert Vorster from South Africa and Sadaka Safari. So stay tuned for more. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Sam Schmitz is on the board. Yeah, we just woke him up so he can answer the phone. We'll be right back with more. Welcome back to Skibber Buds. 
Cutting edge outdoors. I never could figure out this radar love one, whether he's talking to girls on the CB radio or I never got this song, but it was cool. <laughs> and uh, who do we have on the line? Oh, we have uh, Evert Vorster from Sadaka Safaris. Good morning, Evert. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? We're, We're doing-, doing great. How are you? Uh, you're in America to uh, promote your Sadaka Safaris, correct? Yes, that's correct. It's uh, January, February again. And every year for the last 15 years, I've been coming to the state uh, on a marketing trip. Uh, and and with, I was uh, you guys oh, there? Yeah, I was going to ask you now. You over in your country, it's it's summertime now, right? Yeah, it's yeah. summer and it's uh, pretty hot. Yeah, it's hot. So you you most of your safaris, hunting safaris, are done in your winter, which is well, not like our winter, but it's just a little cooler, right? Oh yeah, it's it's actually pretty mild in most of the areas and uh we we hunt uh, or conduct safaris from april to october which is opposite from you guys right right and what kind of game do you is it uh just planes game or is it dangerous game or a little bit all of the above or what do you got going there it's all of the above uh all planes game as well as dangerous game, as well as bird hunting, as well as photographic safari. So there's there's quite a wide variety of options for for people who want to go there. Yeah, let me ask you that you mentioned bird hunting, and I've got uh, one of my uh, uh, magazines recently has some. I haven't read the story yet. I just glanced at it. Some guys writing an article about uh, hunting bird hunting, going specifically to Africa for bird hunting. Now I know you don't have pheasants over there. I don't think you do. What kind of bird hunting do you guys do there? Well, uh, we have quite a few interesting birds. We have a lot of guinea fowls and Franklins and rock pigeons, and then all the, the water birds as well, ducks and geese. Um, so there's, there's a few areas in South Africa where we specifically go for that, and it's, it presents real good bird hunting opportunity. That's and, a, that sounds like something you could actually hunt and actually eat right over there as well. Yeah, if you want to, you can. Now, we you, also, also with a, with a plains game safaris, we, uh, always use the meat of the animals we hunt and, we normally have a barbecue every night of some of the the base parts of the meat, and the clients can experience and and taste what they hunted. Yeah, and from what I hear of people who've had you know a lot of the you know the deer like animals over there by you, uh, they, everybody tells me that it's terrific. It's excellent eating. Yes, uh, yeah. there's there's specific species like kudu and eland and impala that uh, that's really really very tasty. And uh, the guys love it. Yeah, I I don't remember if you told me this or if I read this, but is it true zebra is very good eating? That's correct. It um, is. People think it's it's like a horse or so, but it's not. It's it's actually very very good meat. The inside tenderloins that we barbecue is is very very tasty and uh, not tough at all. Uh, we're talking to Evert Vorster from Sadaka Safaris. Now, Evert's not in South Africa right now. You're in Wisconsin, right? Yes, I'm uh, in Wisconsin, and uh, I'm sorry we couldn't make the show this morning. Yeah, it's kind of crappy outside. <laughs> but the weather always has, its, uh, has the last say, I guess. Yes, it does. Now, But you're going to be doing a show up in Green Bay, is it? 
Uh, actually, no, not Green no. Bay, but we're going to have a, a function this coming Monday, the 20th, at Vern Valley, uh, from 5.30, 6 o'clock onwards, and, and we're going to meet people in person and tell them all about uh, what we're doing, all different options on safaris, and there will be free food and drinks, and uh, also yeah. explaining to them uh, options on photographic safaris, uh, so this it could be a nice evening, and if you want to come and meet us in person and uh, have any questions, we'll answer them straight. And that's Monday out at Wern Valley. That's correct. And, and what's the time on that again? Uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Okay. And uh, it's you said it's free? You can show yeah, up out yeah, there? absolutely free. And uh, we will have a lot of my old clients, not not old in age, but been to Africa a few right, times. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I know Mike Pe- Mike Pivich will be there, right? Yes, Mike yeah. Pivich will be there and, and quite a few other people that have been hunting with me and coming on photographic safaris, mm-hmm. and they will be uh, meeting anyone and telling them in person of the experiences mm-hmm. and show the brochures and the books and videos and everything. Um now, how, uh, looking forward to meeting some new guys. Evert, how long have you been uh, doing this in South Africa? Well, um, actually, it's now my 21st year, professional hunting and safaris, safari guiding. Uh, I started Sadaka Safaris in 2005, so that's 15 years. And prior to that, six years, I've been freelancing and getting experience from uh, from other guys. So yeah, it's it's quite a few years, um, still going strong, and it's wonderful. I always say, you know, the best part of this of this whole industry uh, and way of living is meeting all the great people around the world and becoming friends and have uh, long-lasting relationships, friendships, uh, all the different things you experience together on a safari. That's pretty special, and and that. Uh, both some amazing bonds. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, Ebert, we wish you the best of luck. We hope you have a great stay here in Wisconsin. We hope a lot of people come out to Wern Valley on Monday between 5.30 and 6 o'clock, come out and meet you and find more about Sadaka Safaris. Thank you so yeah. much, and all the best to you guys, and hopefully uh, next time we can come in person again. Okay, right. we'll, we'll looking, we're looking forward to it. All right, thanks, buddy. All the best you guys with the show. Thank okay, you. thanks, yep. Evert. Bye now. Yeah, that was uh, Evert Vorster from South Sadaka Africa. Safaris. Yeah. yeah so I, someday I'd like to get talking to him about like the dangerous game hunting. Yeah. Because that you know what? As far as the I, everybody tells me the planes great game is is great. Then yeah. I'm sure it is. Yeah. But you know, if I did a hunt, I'd have to go for at least. You want one something of the to get your adrenaline uh, yeah, going? I yeah. Think I think uh, I think I don't I don't want to go buy a, a 375 H and H or anything like that. Something I'm not going to really use much, but maybe a leopard. I'd like to shoot a leopard because then I could just use my uh, 270 or yeah, 306, yeah. something yeah. that I you know could use. And yeah. the only problem is they don't let you import anything. They've gone crazy with the uh, some of those protections and so forth. So even if you shot it. You'd have you to don't just, know if you could bring it back. Yeah, you do know you 
that you can't bring it well, back. Well, there, there's some there's some animals like those plains animals. You well, can. yeah, but, but it's the it's like the leopard, yeah. and I know they they want to they, the they the want to protect them from being uh, abused. You know, of of you know people poaching, over, over harvest, yeah, poaching, poaching, yeah. and so they cut the whole trade down yeah. where. You know, if they find any leopard yeah. skin anywhere, it's illegal regardless, yeah. I guess. I bet you some people, through nefarious ways, nefarious, are still, Tom? they're still getting stuff over, so, like, sent they back know, over so here. So they, their brother-in-law is good friends with a friend of a or, Somalian pirate yeah, who can, or, has his own little boat. Yeah, and in something like in that. In between yeah. smuggling, he can yeah. maybe take a run over with, yep. your, with your rhino horn. Yep. With your Something like skin. that. Something like Where that. Where there's a will, there's a way, Tom. That's right. All they got to do is call Bill Belichick. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to keep picking on him. Hey, folks, we got to go to a break. Coming up is the second hour of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss it. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Aboard! Ha, ha! Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Thanks, folks, for sticking around for the second hour of the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Neubauer. Sam Schmitz is on the board. He's our resident uh, sports guru expert. Right, Stan? Did I got that right? Yeah. Okay. Close enough. Okay, good. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that works. Oh, <laughs> that works. And, uh, of course, folks, if you want to get in touch with us, talk about whatever, 799-1250. That's 414 414- Seven nine nine twelve fifty, and uh, you can always email us live at uh, Smokey's inbox at CEO guys at yahoo.com. And uh, I was just wondering, it's probably still a little iffy driving on the freeways, but I bet you they got a lot more plowing done. They probably got a lot of salt down by now. Hopefully, hopefully, there's a lot more by the time we get out of here. It should be just fine, Danny. What do you think? Um, bah, bah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe. Let's That's hope a definite so. maybe, my friend. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. So Fervently. anyway, yeah, so now we're just waiting on Wally to call. Well, so, it, are we in a second hour? Oh. Yeah, so while we're waiting for my Wally. flip phone says 702. Um, These flip phones are never wrong. Oh, over in South Dakota, Dan? Yeah. They found three more counties with CWD. It's spreading like wildfire, wildfire, wildflower, like singing wildfire, wild came off the now, plane. And, Is that uh, about a horse? No, I don't know. Yeah, it's Is about it? a horse on right. a pony they called wild. And these were uh, mule deer. Um, mule deer. Yeah. Had they been found? Had it, well, yeah, it was initially an elk and mule deer before the whitetails, I think, yeah. out west. So uh, uh, they got uh, the mule deer have, have got it. And so, now uh, I think this is him got now. got that going for us. More good It's news. a different one. And uh, see, I know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. You're right. Yeah. I think your wife might say something different. Oh, yeah. She told, yeah, I'm going to be, hey. uh, uh, I'm going to be snow blowing when I get home. So that's not so bad. I got one of them snowblowers that you pull a little, it, you walk behind it, it kind of pulls itself. 
Okay. So oh, it's good. not like you got to push it or anything, you know. If you have a gripper, will it drag you into the house? I would, I would hope just, so. Just hit the, hit the emergency <laughs> button. So a couple interesting stories you're talking about, dear. Uh, guy I work with this week, he told me that he lives, I don't know if he's around Greenfield here or where. He's in Milwaukee, suburb area where you see all kinds of deer running through your yard yeah, all the time. Yeah. He gets deer right in his backyard. Yeah. He'll be sitting on his patio. He said this week he was, weekend he was in his backyard and a monster buck, monster buck came along the edge of his trees and it sounded like it was only 20 feet away. He said its neck was enormous. It looked like a horse. And then he says to me, he says, it was pawing on the ground. I don't know what it was doing. And it was kind of like licking up in the, the branch up above it. Hmm. So, it Tom, might... you know what that deer was doing? Looking for food? Oh, man, no. rut. Oh, he was rutting. Rut. There's a second rut. Oh, that's little right. The second fact, rut. There's the a little known rut. fact yeah. that there's a second rut that typically we all think about that November, that first yeah, peak time yeah, of the season. Yeah. But for years I've heard that sometimes later, maybe like in December, whatever, there's a second rut where the deer, th- those that did not get impregnated prior, uh, go into estrus and uh, maybe some of the little doe fawns of the year or whatever, and that there's a second round. So that deer obviously had to be in rut yet. Because think about it, neck okay. huge and swelled up, pawing the ground yeah. and doing its licking branch thing. Licking the branches, is that putting out I've its scent seen... or something? What's Why with you... the licking of the branches? You know all that stuff, Tom? I'm not a deer hunter. Jeez. Uh, I mean, we, we, we could okay. take a whole hour to talk about all that stuff. but All okay. right, we got Wally Cook on the line right now. Good morning, Wally. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. So today's the big day. Today is the big day. I yes, bet you sir. got a lot of people out there already. Yes, and we put a lot of work into this thing. We hope we get a lot of people come out to enjoy themselves. Yeah, Wally is with uh, Walleyes Unlimited. This is their big ice fishery with uh, prizes, meat raffles, and, of course, the fishing on the area lakes. Uh, and it's out at AJ's uh, Pub out there on out by uh, Big Muskego. What's that road it's on again? Uh, it's right next to the Boxhorn Gun Club. Right, I'm right not, next I'm to it. Okay, that's all right. Road. Right next to Boxhorn. It's, it's Boxhorn yeah. Drive. So your fishery yeah. is 5 to noon, um, and you can fish other local lakes. What right, what are fish jig, just big muskego? We can fish any area lakes like Wind Lake or Little Muskego or you know any anywhere in the neighborhood. In okay. the neighborhood, yeah. Are, how are how are ice conditions? I haven't heard our guys getting out. No, I haven't heard of too many guys getting out either. So uh, you just gotta go out and test it out and see if you can get out. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so there might be a lot of guys just hanging around the bar today, huh? <laughs> uh, there might be, yes. So, we have plenty of fun hey, for them to do, too. But, Wally, that's okay as long as they're buying raffle tickets. Exactly. That's the main thing. Well, I see you got uh, you got a lot of fish prizes. You got uh, walleye, bass, pike, perch, sunfish, and crappie. And then you got first, second, third place prizes right. for all of them if— uh, if you don't get three walleyes or three bass or whatever, do you, you just do you just do like a drawing and uh, and someone can win a fish prize without catching a fish? Uh, no, you got to catch a fish to win a prize. Okay. There you go. All right. I, I agree. know sometimes they'll get AJ's to be measured. We measure not by weight but by length. Okay. okay. Gotcha. But and, you got to buy a ticket, don't you? First, right? You got to buy one of the uh, the the five dollar tickets to be in the 
the fish contest. All and right. also let you have an entry into the general raffle for the almost $6,000 worth of prizes. And the, wow. the meat raffles start at 11.30 a.m. and go until 5, so I imagine they'll have individual raffles. you got lots individual of... Individual raffles with different packages of meat, and some of the raffles include cash. we got a great lineup of meats this year. we got New York strip steaks, uh, boneless pork loins, ribeye steaks, bacon, salami, baby back ribs. Uh, so the different packages for each meat raffle. You're, you're making me hungry. <laughs> uh, yes, I have, to, I have to sit there all day and yeah. watch all that meat go. Hopefully, now, I win one too. Yeah, Wally. Now this is uh, Wally's unlimited major fundraiser, right? This is our only fundraiser for the year. Oh, the only one. Okay, and what do you guys do with it? We do what we do with the money we raise here. We uh, do our college scholarships, the the kids' fishing clinics, our veterans' outing, the swap meet. And, you know, it gives us the money to hire really top-notch speakers. And all of our meetings are open to the public. The Wisconsin meetings are in West Allis at the Palace Restaurant. And we meet there every other month, starting in January and then March and then May. And then we take a summer break, and then we go back to the Palace Restaurant again in August. All right. Well, it sounds like you're going to, you know, every year you have a lot of people come out there. And they, I, they love our meat raffles. Yeah, and uh, I remember one guy. And do you have vendors come out too that set up shop to sell stuff? No, not because I guess last last no, year or the year the before past, somebody did. I thought, I thought like a few years ago, a few people did. I know. I I mean that's just what I heard. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm not remembering that. Okay. But you got some great prizes there. I mean, you got the oh, first yeah. prize, five hundred cash. Second, two fifty, and then you got. Packers, Brewers, Badgers, Bears, Cubs, Blackhawks jerseys, a Jiffy Power Auger. I'd like to win that. The, the and big fish- Power Auger yeah. that was donated by Dale Strohshine. Oh, that's oh, great. That was nice by Dale. And, and we got two St. Croix fishing rods, two uh, TFO fishing rods. We got some ice fishing rod and reel combos. You know, a reel donated by Shimano. So we got some nice prizes. Wow, it sounds like it. And lots of gift packages too. We get local people to to donate. A gift card to their establishment. So we got five groups of them. You know, the value on them ranges anywhere from about eighty dollars to about one hundred and fifty. So let me ask you: If one of our listeners uh, has a lot going on today, but at about four o'clock they think, "Hey, they want to drive out to AJ's," can they still get the, get in there in time to buy a, a, a general raffle ticket and Absolutely. be? Absolutely, you can buy general raffle tickets right up until the time we start the drawing, which will be about five o'clock. Gotcha. Right. Gotcha. Well, Wally, thanks for all the info. I'm sure you got a lot to do today. We we certainly do. Yeah. I got some snow to deal with too. Oh, I know. It's uh, that's tough. But anyway, thanks, Wally. Good luck, and we know it's going to be a big success. Well, we appreciate your guys' help. Okay, thanks, Wally. Take care, man. Take care. Okay, bye now. That was Wally Cock from Wally's Unlimited. Got their big uh, ice jamboree, and right now, if you want, we can play the Hornschwaggle. So you'd have to call right now at 799-1250. Name was Walt Cook. Cook? Yeah. What did I say? Wally Cock. I'm sorry. I meant Wally Walt Cook. Walt Cook. Well, it's spelled <laughs> K-O-C-H, and you never know how to say it. Before, I was saying Cook, and today I kind of screwed cook. up. Yeah, oh, well. You do. I'll take blame, too. I kind of recommended that. Cook? The uh, Cook pronunciation. Yeah, isn't it Cook? I don't know. Some people, it's spelled that way, and they pronounce it Cook. I don't know. That's what oh. I was pronouncing it. Yeah, oh, you did yeah. good to start with. Okay, what okay. are we? Okay, 
We going to do the Hornswoggle? Yeah, Hornswoggle, 799-1250. Win a $10 gift certificate right now. We're, we're not going to wait for the break. We're going to do it right now because after the break, we're oh, we got a caller right away. That's good. Oh, let me get, I got to give uh Yeah, get organized over there. Well, get your list. I got to give but the list. Stuff's <laughs> falling off the thing. If Sam's dropping so stuff if you, all if over the place. If you've won like in the last month or so, try yes. and give somebody else a chance because yeah. we want to have everyone we're, a chance to. Yeah, I'm win. giving uh, Sam the list. He's going to check it twice. So if your name is here, wait a minute. If you've won any you. of the or the or the Green Bay Packer contest, yeah. we want to give everybody a chance right. to win some of our if, contests. So if you won any yeah, of our if, contests in like the last month, right? If your name is Matt, Roger, Dave, Paul, or Ray, <laughs> now you. <laughs> Oh, who do you got on the line? Mike in Oconomowoc. Okay, he's good to go. Mike he's in Oconomowoc. Good morning, you know, Mike. just use a fake name morning, there, guys. Tom. How are you today? Hey, we're fine. What are you doing up this morning? Oh, I like getting up early. I got up at about 5. Hey, all right. So you've been riding the rails with us for a while then. So Yeah, I got you right away. I'm right at 6. Okay, so right, here thanks. we go. Uh, so, you know, you got to get two out of three right. This topic today... Uh, is sturgeon. So here we go. In 2019, last year, there were over 30 sturgeon that were over 100 pounds. Hornswoggle or no hornswoggle? Uh, no hornswoggle. No hornswoggle. Got a ring. away. That's one. Okay, in the 1600s, the uh, chief of the Winnebago tribe had two sons. One's name was John, the other Stir. He was fishing along the shores of the Wolf River when he hooked into a monstrous fish. As he was battling the beast, he could barely get it in, so he yelled to both of his sons. He yelled, Stir, John! By the time they got to the shoreline, he dragged the beast ashore, and that's how it got the name, Sturgeon. Uh, Hornswoggle. That's a Hornswoggle. (laughs) Well, you just won that $10 gift certificate uh, to Curly's Waterfront Pub on Pewaukee Lake. Better interrupt him, Tom. We're not done here. Well, I know, but he's a little annoyed. Okay, Okay. (laughs) let's see if we get the third one. Yeah. Okay, in 1955, Marilyn Dipper actually got pulled into the hole by a 100-plus pound sturgeon. Uh, Could you repeat it? I didn't hear the whole thing. I'm sorry. In 1955, a lady named Marilyn Dipper got pulled into the water by a 100-plus pound sturgeon. Pulled right into the hole. Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle. All right. Well, you got some tough ones this week there, Mike. Yeah. Um, We'll put you on hold, and uh, we'll have Sam I.M. get your uh, address, and we should be good to go. All right. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye now. All right. Let me give this to Sam. He can do that. Oh, Sam, we're going to go to a break right now. So, well, okay, you got him going in two directions. I know. Well, just well, just geez, get us in the Sam's commercials. Pretty disgusted over and there. After this break, we're going to be playing the NFL football picking contest. Win a ten dollars gift certificate to. Uh, no, wait a minute. The other one was Carl's Country Market. He's going to get a ten dollars gift certificate to Carl's Country Market. Mike gets it. Mike gets that. And then this contestant who wins the NFL football picking wins the $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. I'll get this straight one of these days. One of these years. Let poor Sam go to break. All right, Sam, How long is this guy going to go on? All right. Welcome back. 
to the Skibber Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Uh, Tom, I got a couple stories to tell oh, you. But first, we got to do the NFL football. Oh, we got to do the contest. football picking contest. Yeah, we got to do it this week. Yeah, we because uh, we have a corn testant. A lucky someone who's hoping to be a wiener. Yep. Who do you got on the line there? Everybody's a wiener of uh, Randy and Grafton. All right, Randy and Grafton. How are you doing, Randy? Hi, Randy. Hey, guys. Hey, oh, uh, oh it's our friend Randy. Randy Reading, yeah. right? Yay. Yeah. You know, I hear your brother on all the other shows during the week. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's on there quite a bit yapping. Yeah, uh, he does. He's a so-called. But I, I tell you, the guy seems to have, uh, I occasionally uh, take a tip from him. Yeah, he seems like he's got a little insight in that. So, What's the, I got to ask Sam, what's the spread on today's game? For, or tomorrow? I mean tomorrow. Yeah, 49ers are favored by 7.5. Okay, so Randy, who do you like in this game? Well, who do you like? <laughs> I, I, you've asked me to defer to you on fishing. Oh, no, uh, I haven't. And strategy my entire life. No, I right, haven't. You're right. Me too. I, I know not. how you feel, Randy. We're all uh, deferring to Tom. So you want me no. to go first, huh? I'm going to take the 49ers. You know what? I will, too. And, um, Danny? I will take... Wait, wait, Sam's in this, too, right? Yeah, Sam's in this. What do you take, Sam? Packers. We're going to the Super Bowl. Okay. Second time's the charm. I don't care about the 49ers defense. I'm going to take the 49ers. And you guys want to hear my logic on this? Sure, why not? Here we go. Okay, so... they're they're 13-3. and They're playing at home. Do you remember back to 96 when the Packers... Finally went 13-3. and three. We got home field advantage. We felt like this is our year. We got the, the Panthers came in. They played them okay. The Packers still probably won 27-10, and that was that. It was expected. That's going to happen down there. We're not going to get blown out, but this is the 49ers' year. It's their stadium. They're the favorite. They're set up to go. I just think they're an overall better team. Right. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. That 96 Packer yeah. team was the best team in the NFL yeah. that year. Yeah. And, and but, I mean, and the, the best. Fellas, but given the spirit of this team, if they win, I may cry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the you know, and the, the here's the thing: the best team in the NFL doesn't win every year the Super yeah. Bowl. You know what I mean? How many yeah. times? Well, fifteen and one Packers yeah. one year oh, never yeah. made it. Fifteen. Yeah. The, the 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 Patriots all the way through when they got knocked out by the Giants that knocked us out yeah. in two thousand seven. You know, the way I look at it is that if the Packers were to win this game, I bet on them for the Super Bowl because I think any any one of the NFC teams, either San Francisco or the Packers, will beat any AFC team. I You think so? I think so, yeah. I kind of think the AFC is tougher than the NFC. I don't no, know. No, no, no. you got they, Patrick Mahomes and you got Derrick Henry. No, You're talking no. about imagine Patrick pa- Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs? No, these, no, these, girl, these, these girls over there, they, they don't know what they're doing. Here's, no. here's the – okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm secretly – I'm cheering for Andy Reid in the Kansas City Chiefs Are you? in the AFC. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm cheering for – yeah, I like Andy Reid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that brings us to okay. our next pick, Tom. Randy. Oh, we're deferring a... to you, Tom. Oh, we got to pick two. Oh, oh that's right. We games? got we got two. Yeah, might Jeez, as well take all two. All those concussions you've had. Over all right, years. Randy. Forget stuff. We got another game. We oh it. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys. Case, uh, I, I, as typical, I will defer to Danny. Okay, oh, this th- time to Danny. Okay, now because it's the AFC. Chiefs are favored by seven points. Uh, once again, I'm going to take the Chefs. Okay. And I think this is the weekend when both favorites win. 
Yeah. yeah. And who do you like there, Sam? Oh, this one's this one's tough. I'm gonna I'll go Tennessee just All because right. Derrick Henry's got like over 200 yards after contact this postseason. Yeah. Which is All right, ridiculous. and I'll and I'll take the chefs. And Randy. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, my heart is with uh, Andy Reid too, and I'll also think uh, they have a prolific offense. Go with the G's. Okay, so as it stands, you're an automatic winner. Well, great, because my brother won a few weeks ago. Good. Yeah, your brother did. I remember that, yeah. yeah. Hey, so, hey, just to throw in a fishing report, I yeah. got a call from my friend, Southern Door County. They're actually getting some walleyes on the ice, and I wouldn't even be on the phone if it wasn't for this weather with you guys. And Danny, Yo. think about going after some pike late ice or early spring up in Raleigh's Bay. Okay, I was. It's interesting because I was going to give you a call about that because when we were up smallmouth fishing in that area this spring, we got well. Ron Johnson did. He got some some really big pike. So we've been talking about getting up there in some of those haunts. So I'll be in touch. Yeah, the DNR survey results a couple years ago. I actually a biologist. Uh... Uh, told me that uh, he suggested that, and yeah, there's uh, it, it's worth trying. All right, all okay, right, buddies. Well, Randy, it was hey, good Randy. talking to you again. Don't okay, be a stranger. All right, Happy so, New Year. Yeah, now, you hey, too, buddy. Stay on the line. We got to get your info. Okay. All right. He's staying on the line. You can take care of him while Danny Thanks, and Mike. I talk. I mean, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. So here I got a few more. Well, that's okay. That's the football. Picking okay. stuff. Uh, so, do you want to talk a little more football or not? Now nah, we're done with football. You so, are? Okay. Anyway, uh, I was heard a story about a hunter down south yeah. that got hit bit by a uh, copperhead snake. Oh. And guess where he got bit? Don't tell me in the family jewels. No, no, oh. no. Why is it always going to Well, when you say I guess mean, where he got bit, it, okay. would like right worst, away, it would be like you, the worst well, thing it, possible. Okay, let's not. We're not talking oh. about end of the world Armageddon. That would have been. Oh. Okay, that's what I'm, we're not, it's not that bad. Okay, where was he, he got bit? got bit on the top of his head. How did he get? Okay, let me ask you. How did he get bit on the top of his Thank head? Thank you, Tom. <laughs> the snake was in a tree. Oh, now, here's the interesting thing. The story was the guy was coming back from, uh, I think he was doing some uh, maybe waterfall hunting or something, and they had their dog, and he's with a friend, and there was a crick, and um, he went to, to go and jump across it, but right before he went to jump, he, say he said something hit him in the head so hard he thought he'd got hit by a twenty two bullet. He thought he'd been hit by that, or it felt like the back of an axe hitting him. Wow. And then when he turned around and turned his flashlight up into the tree, there's this copperhead snake getting ready to try and, and take a shot at him again. So apparently the, th- the theory is, is that apparently there was flooding down there and they figure the fish got a fish got the copperhead got washed on up. And in the floodwaters, it latched onto the tree and just kind of curled up, nestled there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it was still there when they went by. Although one of the biologists did say that copperhead snakes can, it's very rare, but can climb trees if they want. Uh, in particular, they said there's one time a year when there's some type of little hatch or something where there's some little bugs or something up in the tree mm-hmm. in these little shells or something where they might go up climb up and get those but yeah he got hit in the back of the head now wow. they stayed calm 
they got in and got to the anti-venom. You know, they called the hospital. They were ready for him. And uh, he was out in a day or two, but he said, it was funny. He said, he says, I'm okay. He says, I just feel like my head is throbbing like it does after a two-day drunk. He said, <laughs> but uh, yeah. And then there was another wow. story I read, another snake story. The guy was down south deer hunting. And um, he uh, had like a little blind made out of wood. And he put a pallet on the ground for the bottom of it. Mm-hmm. Sat in his deer stand first light for like two hours from about six o'clock on and about eight o'clock he hears this strange kind of rattling buzzing sound and at first he's he's like what's that sound is it coming from the trees outside he's sticking his head up looking into the trees around his blind and then it gets louder and louder and he's thinking he's never heard one before but he thinks boy that sounds like how a snake's supposed to sound and then he looks down at his feet and he can between in the pallet Below his feet, between the boards, is this big rattlesnake. Oh, my goodness. And so guess what he did? Ran? No, he, <laughs> he did. He shot straight up into the air, uh-huh. jumped straight on up, and landed on his chair. But that got the snake more agitated, so it started striking the bottom of his chair. Oh, my goodness. So he knew that he couldn't make it out, you know, without getting bit in the leg. So... He took his deer rifle and thought, I got to shoot this yeah, thing, right? right, definitely. So he's got a 270, right? Well, you know, if you have a scope, we were talking about this yeah, when I was right. talking about squirrel hunting. Yeah. How the scope is mounted an inch and a half above right, the barrel. Right, right, right. So up close, if you put the crosshairs on something, yeah. you're going to shoot below it. Right, right. Because it takes a while right. for that crosshairs to be adjusted to, you know, hit down the, the actual line of travel of where the bullet, the, the path that it generally follows. Right. Um, so anyway, he then just pointed the barrel right at it and it and put tried to put it by its head and just as it was going to strike, he blasted it. But when you look at the picture, its head is intact, so he must have just kind of hit part or, of its head or in the mouth. I don't know what he. Something. I think that nah, it wasn't blown to heck. Otherwise, it would have been blown to heck. But then the problem was he's shooting a two seventy in this enclosed little four by four thing. Yeah, guy says. His ears were ringing all day long. He couldn't hear. <laughs> oh, geez. But it shows a picture of him holding the snake. But he oh. said they'll never let that happen again. Wow. Imagine wow. How, how, how you could go to instant. That would be instant panic. I mean, that would be oh, instant yeah. panic where you're going to crap your pants when you see something yeah. like that. Hey, we got a couple of uh, emails we can read real quick okay. here. This one is from Paul. Paul says, the bucks by me are chasing the does in New Berlin. Or New Berlin. Okay. So second rut. Yep. He agrees. All right. All right. We got another one here. This one is from Dan, and this is uh, this is about pork. He says, I have been a meat cutter for well over 50 years, and with very few exceptions, we never got frozen pork in to cut. Okay. You know, Dan, when, when I regurgitate something, it's like from what I heard. So... Maybe it was froze before it ever got to you. I don't know. But like Dan said, they've done away with a lot of that stuff, you know. So nice. I, I might be totally wrong. Could but be that's wrong what on I, that one. But that's what I was told by an actual yeah, a meat cutter you know, at one can't. of the stores. So that's what he told me. A meat cutter told me that. So, Dan, I believe you. 
Uh, I'm just telling. I'm just repeating what I that's heard. That's the first from a time you. If if you are wrong, Tom. That that's a rarity. But that's the first time ever that, yeah, that yeah. either of us have been wrong on anything yeah. on this show. Yeah, we're rarely wrong. But Dan, You're I a appre- yeah, appreciate you uh, letting yeah. us know. So, you know, maybe maybe they don't freeze at all. I don't know. But like I said, that's just what I heard. I better when I get home, I'll ask Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> Ask your girlfriend. No, it's not my girlfriend. It's Alexa. It's that little uh, computer voice it's like your thing. Fantasy girlfriend. Yeah, it's a little can, round thing. Do you got one right? of those, Sam? Do you, you don't have one of those, Dan? Do you? What? It's just a little round box, and you say Alexa, and it turns on, and you ask it questions, and it gives you answers. I don't need no stinking Alexa box. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of a guy am I? You know what I need though? Mm-hmm. I need a commercial break. That's right. what I need. So if you want to get in touch with us, folks, 414-799-1250. We'll be right back on 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, uh, thanks everybody for listening. You know, I, we got a lot of friends out there who, you know, we maybe I see you once every three months and you say, hey, I listen to you guys every weekend. And um, we really appreciate all the people out there uh, listening. We've got some great people out there. Uh, we also always try and thank the people that are doing their best to help and protect us, the, our police officers, our first responders, service members, of course. Thanks to all of you and thanks for listening. All right. We, who do we have on the line? Uh, Tom. Yeah, we got uh, Tom Mitchell from the Waukesha. Right. Or is it the Waukesha? I ne- can never keep that. St- Al Shook Tom likes to say Waukesha. I say Waukesha. So. I say Waukesha. Too. Well, Waukesha, but gun club. So, yeah, thanks for calling. In, uh, Hi, Tom. How you doing? Yep, this We're is good. Tom. We got Sam here. I know you listen to the show a lot. But uh, anyway... Uh, my Tom here. I met Tom at one of the fisheries out at Waterfront last yeah. year, and oh, okay. he was talking about the Waukesha Gun Club, and you know, I hear those shotgun shots in the morning as I get up drinking my coffee in yeah. Pewaukee, and I've never actually been out there, so I thought maybe, Tom, you could tell us a little bit about what your club has to offer out there. Uh, right now, we have our uh, five-stand league going on. It's uh, We have three heated indoor stands and uh you can shoot in any weather you can even shoot in today i'm sure there'll be plenty of people out there today shooting where, where are you located on watertown road uh in redford drive it's um right up the freeway uh it is kind of hidden there yeah, yeah i'm surprised tom so you've this never is been the there one, no this is the one where if i went out capitol drive i turned by the mobile station if, okay. No. No. Uh, <laughs> Actually, if you exited, if you were on ninety four heading west, yeah, and you is it the exit where the uh, the the uh, machine shed and those mo- okay, motels I know are. where that it, one is. It's the one before that. It's uh, where the old American used to be. Okay. Uh, yeah, so American appliances. Mark. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you yeah. exit right there, and then you go down the road and take a left. Correct. Is that correct. it? Yeah. And, and is it? It's, M or Watertown Road. Okay. Yeah. 
And you got a pretty big range there. I, I've, I've driven by there, and it looks like you got a big setup out there. So now, are you are you guys open year round then? Yes, we're open year round. Uh, Tuesdays we're open two to eight. Wednesdays we're open noon to eight. Thursdays noon to eight. We just opened Friday. Uh, yeah. I know where it is now because yeah. if you go down that main road that American was on, yep. you can see yep. it. it. It's on the west side of the road, right? Correct. And I can Correct. see it. Yeah, I know where it is now. Okay, I know where it is. Right. Yeah. So, so you guys okay. are open throughout the year, and now yep. it looks like you got some leagues going on. But um, what do you have, like sporting clays, trap, and do you have something if somebody just, say, wants to just drive out there and not maybe do a league, but just wants to pay by the hour or whatever day to go shoot? Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, we're Tuesday through Sunday we're open. Um Fridays we just opened. We're open from uh, noon till six, and I was out there last night at five o'clock. I got snuck in a quick round of five stand before uh, before the snow came. Do uh, do you got an indoor range for handguns in that? No, 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 strictly shotgun only. Shotgun only. Okay. Bugs, no rifles. No okay. pistols. Uh, All right. Like our our five stand league is. Uh, we have 581 people in the five-stand league. That's why we opened on Fridays to try to wow. them. Wow. That's a lot of people in a league. That's pretty popular. So, and you, and, yeah, and you, are open, you are open Sunday mornings, correct? Because that's when I hear all the shooting. Oh, yeah. Saturdays and Sundays we open. Uh, we're open from 9 to 3. Now, Tom, it's time to let you brag a little bit. How, how are you out of 25 birds? he's a competitive shooter, Tom. Well, that, that's, I, well okay. I'm just kind of curious. Okay, what, do you do for, what do you do for 25 birds? Uh, well, in five stand, you shoot 50. 50, yes, okay. I, I, shot a, I shot a 50 out of 50. You but, did. Uh, On Friday? You Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Well, you're was, pretty good. Uh, <laughs> I get lucky once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, get Thursday, a lot. I, Thursday, well, I didn't shoot so well. But. You know, but the thing is, you, you put in practice, and that's what people can do out, out at the Waukesha Gun Club. They put in the practice. They get better as time goes by. Now, do you have people out there that give rookies advice at all? Yes, yes, we do. We do have, uh, on the weekends, we have range officers. They're more than happy. We rent guns. You can buy your ammo there. Uh, take you out, help you out, show you what you, know, what, what you have to do. So if they wanted to uh, contact you guys, is there a phone number, or should they just Google Waukesha Gun Club? The phone number there is 262-547-9785. Okay. Or you can uh, go to the website, which is www.wakashagunclub, all one word, dot .org. Okay, dot .org. And they have a listing of all the hours and pricing. and. So that's pretty simple, wakashagunclub.org. Yeah, that's easy. It, People it, can remember that. And it sounds like you got... What, some guns, rental guns or whatever that oh, people... Oh, yeah. You can rent guns there. We can take care of you. Do a lot of corporate outings. Those oh. are really quite popular. Oh, mm-hmm. where you get a bunch of people from a company and they want to kind of do a party and... Uh, yeah, that sounds oh, good. yeah. Go yeah, out we and... do... Uh, when you're done shooting, you can uh, come into the clubhouse and have a, a soda or a beer. Or a six-foot-long... Hey. A foot, yeah. six-foot sub. Uh, <laughs> no, but we just serve uh, Palermo's... Oh, there you I go. Those things are excellent. The, the Palermo's excellent, a Milwaukee company. Yeah. Palermo's. Gotcha. And, and then uh, what, you got some shells? You sell, sell uh, Yeah, we sell shells. 
You can buy them by the box. You can buy them by the flat. You pretty much got everything once once you come on out yeah. there. So yeah, because I know you're. It's a nice little resource out there, and you guys are kind of off the beaten path, and so that's kind of why I wanted you to call and kind of try and let our listeners know about it out there. Oh yeah, we are open to the public. A lot of people don't know that, but you can come on in and we'll take care of you. Okay. All right. Well, thanks for calling, Tom. We appreciate it. Uh, it. Uh, yeah. st- still shooting today in the snow and the wind. Still going down. Oh yeah. Oh. The, sh- the show not a problem. The show right. goes on. Yeah. <laughs> our, our five stands are heated, so you go out there. Yesterday, I shot. I had a turtleneck and a hoodie on. Hey, there we go. That's pretty nice. All right, Tom. Yeah. Thanks for calling. All right. Take care, and Tom. Good luck. Stay dry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Yep, take bye care. Now. Bye. Yeah. That that sounds. You know, I. I've driven by that many times. I used to go that way for a reason. And, right. Uh, and it's like, oh, God, I'm trying to think of the name of that road that the American was on, that exit, you know, to get to it. it was, but it's easy to find, you know. I mean, it's it's real easy off the freeway there. And yeah. and you can see it from the road, you know, on the main road there. Right. It's, it's right. right there. And I, and I do hear the shots oh, in the yeah, morning. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. And, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and Tom is... Told told me that sometime you you and I ought to go go out there. I guess maybe when I'm retired, I'll have more time. I can go out drive on down the road. Just seems like I'm always out hunting or fishing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then tomorrow, uh, I'm guess what I'm doing tomorrow. Come on, come on, Tom, you can do it. Not ice fishing. Okay. Not squirrel hunting. Okay. You're going to a big. Uh, you're shooting uh, some kind of bird. <laughs> what are you shooting? I'm going <laughs> shooting some kind of big bird. I'm going to go shoot a pterodactyl, Tom. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with Al Shook pheasant oh, hunting. Oh, you're going pheasant hunting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and good buddy oh, Al. Oh, there you the, go. The, Al Shook, the quick and the deadly. Yeah, the quick and the deadly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like eating pheasants. The only thing I don't like, I always got to take off all of that yellow fat. They have yellow fat. Yellow fat. Yeah, yeah. I, I take all of that off. Get rid of all of that. Yeah. Yeah. But they're they're good eating. Well, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm hoping to collect a few of them over the next couple of weeks, and then I got some squirrel in the freezer. This is the first year I didn't, in many years, I didn't shoot a deer and have the freezer full of deer, so I got to fill it up with something. So I figure squirrel, pheasant, Maybe I'll go blast a turkey this spring. Oh, yeah. Maybe have my brother blast one for me. And then I can cook that all at the 4th of July cookout, the annual grill that we have. There you go. Yeah, there we go. Get ready for my wild game feast. Well, when we come back after this break, got to tell you a couple of stories about swans and mule deer. But I think you'll find the mule deer one the funniest. But we'll be right back, and okay. we'll tell you all that stuff. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer. Sam, Sam, Schmidt, Sam Schmitz is on the board. You know, sometimes your lips get just oh, yeah, I have that. totally screwed up. I got up. that problem all the time. All right, we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned for more on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Welcome back to the Skipper Buds. We were talking. Yeah, we're, <laughs> was I on live yakking about no, the no, I know, just in time. Yeah. Welcome back to the Skipper uh, yeah. Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. 
What do you got, Tom? I got a few things here. Few First things. of all, there's some stupid people out there. Boy, I'll tell you. You know, I'll tell you. Here, common here, dummies, my dad used to call them. What did he call them? My dad, a common dummy. Oh, common dummy. And what did John say? You can't fix stupid and crack don't smoke itself. <laughs> so how about this? He said you can't over, fix ugly either. Yeah, over there in Iowa, the DNR received an anonymous tip from a man about uh, somebody shooting trumpeter swans. So the, they go out there and check. A hunter alerted authorities of a man shooting trumpeter swans on the marsh. The hunter later heard three shots and then saw three swans flopping in the water as other swans flew over. The DNR conservation warden, he goes out there and uh, he sees this guy shoot a swan. <laughs> and then he goes over, he's got three swans piled up by him, and he's getting ready to shoot another one. The DNR guy says, what the hell are you doing? He says, I'm just shooting geese. <laughs> thought it was geese. He thought they were geese. Okay. Now, there's a big difference. Sam, have you ever seen a trumpeter swan? Uh, I, I've, I've not. No? Well, uh, there's a big difference between that and a goose. I suppose he might think they're snow geese. Ah, they're awful big, though, those trumpeter swans. Yeah, well, they're those, big. Nowadays, <sighs> geese are on roids, man. You can well, get some big geese. Anyway, so right. that Yahoo. Okay, you got that Yahoo. You got another dummy to yeah. talk about? Okay, okay, there was over. Dummy number two. This is in Oregon. Oregon. Is it Oregon or Oregon? I don't know. Is it Sam? Waukesha or Waukesha? Oregon or Water it's, Oregon? It's Waukesha. It's okay. Waukesha. Because I'm, I'm from Waukesha. Oh, okay. all right. Uh, Thanks. Um, Oregon. I think it's Oregon. Oregon? Okay. Yeah. Kind of like origami. <laughs> okay. Anyway, over there in Oregon, uh, police say a young man was arrested after he was caught on video riding on the back of a mule deer that was trapped in a fenced area. <laughs> he was arrested for riding the mule deer. They called it something like harassing wildlife or something like I that. I about that one. <laughs> It's wouldn't like, that, wouldn't that be kind of tough riding a mule deer like that? What if it was a buck and it had horns? I mean, that could that could kill you. Yeah, man. Like, yeah, <laughs> he's, he'd get some have some injuries maybe, there. So. Maybe he should just join the rodeo and practice on bulls. So speaking <laughs> speaking of young man and police, I got a story oh, to tell you, okay. Tom. Okay. So I was talking to my brother about this, and this is one I totally forgot. I laughed for five minutes when we were talking about it this week. So years ago, I grew up in Green Bay. And in Green Bay, at age uh, 14, back in the day when you got your hunter safety, that meant that you could go hunt by yourself. Okay. You used to have to be 16 to hunt by yourself. Right. But if you had that little hunter safety, it was a little green card. Yeah. So anyway, my brother and I would go out by the railroad tracks with our 22s and stuff. And technically, the borderline was the railroad tracks, but sometimes maybe we'd be hunting and shooting on the city limit side of the border, but nobody really cared, right? right. You're out there in a the country yeah. railroad track. So anyway, one day there was an escaped convict, a dangerous convict escaped, oh, no. escaped from the penitentiary, penitentiary up in Green Bay. Oh, boy. Now, my buddy Rob Gilson, he had a police radio. And all through, you know, late, late elementary school into junior high, He'd always be at home listening to this police radio. Okay. So Gilly, called him Gilly, Gilly's home listening to his police radio, and he hears that the uh, uh, Green Bay Police Department is scrambling to bring in, you know, special units, SWAT and everything, because apparently the escaped convict had been spotted, and they were scrambling to close in on him. Okay. So my brother's out 
on the railroad tracks with his 22 Model 39A, right? Yeah. And he's wearing his, his green army coat. And anyway, he's walking along the ditch by the railroad tracks, and there's a trailer park right adjacent. Yeah. Somebody in the trailer park had looked and had heard about saw this escaped him. convict that was all over the news, saw him, and called the police. Oh, boy. So cops are scrambling from everywhere. And <laughs> my buddy's listening to it on the police radio. My brother's walking along the railroad tracks, and all of a sudden, he's got all these cops popping out of nowhere. Freeze! Drop your weapon! Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he drops the 22. <laughs> what are you doing? He goes, <laughs> shooting blackbirds. <laughs> and the cops, he said, the cops, they, ha- they all, all yeah, there, oh, pointed yeah, at him, right? Sure, yeah. And he said the police officers, he could see their faces. They just visibly just uh, uh, relaxed, right? And then they yeah. all kind of looked at each other, kind of like half chuckling. So, but it scared the crap out oh, of my brother. Oh, I can imagine. And he said yeah. they might have got on him because he's, you know, you know, shooting black. Well, back then, you, I think it was legal to shoot red-winged blackbirds. I think uh. you could shoot them off the stocks. And back then, I think any blackbird was was legal, grackle, starling, whatever. But anyway, when my brother went home and told my dad, he said my dad could not stop laughing. <laughs> Just laugh and laugh and laugh. He thought that was the funniest thing. Oh, yeah, scared that, the crap out of him. That would be scary. And the cops, they really thought he was some bandit there. Did they ever catch the guy? I don't know if they ever caught the guy or not, but he must have been a real dangerous guy. I bet guy. you they did catch him. It must have been a real dangerous guy for them to go with that heavy response yeah. like they did. Those, those people who escape prisons... They, they eventually, they get caught. You know, the other thing that along the railroad tracks going up, growing up, sometimes we'd have legends, us, we kids, we'd talk about bums. Yeah, the hobos. Or hobos. Yeah. And we were afraid that maybe some of them would be, you know, riding the tracks yeah. and so forth. You know, once or twice, we actually found campfires, yeah. old, old camps along the tracks where there was an old campfire that had been put out. And one time we found where there had been a skinned rabbit. And we always really? wondered whether there were like, you know, yeah. And I guess call wow. but you know, my dad told me when he got out of uh, Korea, he said that uh, the, uh, they actually had like someplace uh, around that time, they actually had a national hobo convention where they'd actually all ride the rails to the, like, you know how <laughs> right. like Sturgis has yeah. a motorcycle rally? There was actually a, uh, a big thing. Yeah. And not all of them were bad people. No. A lot of them, that was just kind of a lifestyle. They kind of traveled this, town yeah. to town and you'd hop a train. Wow. Kind of interesting. It's different. Getting back to those convicts, do you remember uh, there, there were two guys who escaped from Alcatraz that they never found? And the legend continues, you know, that they. Oh, yeah, the were guys. Alive uh, and all right, that. right. You know, I mean, they had a special on TV about that. Uh, and and it was actually really interesting, you know. It was really good. the 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 other one that was super inter- interesting. What was what was that serial killer, Bundy? What was his full name? Uh, Theodore. Something. He had a three Theodore names. He had Cleaver three names. Bundy. Yeah, something like that. That <laughs> if Cleaver. you ever get, if you ever get a chance to watch that. Well, they they were doing a series on Discovery Channel or something. Yeah. Weren't they going? And he was well, like. They, a younger, good-looking guy, yes, and well-spoken, kind did, of charming, and so yeah. that's why he could get those young women to trust them. They, they, I think it was... <clears throat> oh, I he think, jumped out the window I, of a courthouse yeah, one time? Yeah, I think it was on Netflix where they had this special, and that was a really... And they even had... Uh, uh, 
they had uh, tape of him in the courthouse and all that, that you actually saw the real person when he was on trial and all that. Right. And yeah, and and he could only remember like 30 women that he killed, but they think that he killed a lot more than that. But if you get a chance to watch that Bundy one, that, that's creepy chilly. You know, that's creepy. Creepy chilly. Yeah. Did they execute him? You know, now I... I think they did. He, I know he ended up. Yeah, I think they did because he he had a girlfriend in jail and actually got married and had a kid while he was in jail. Some crazy woman. Why are they she, letting them have kids while they're I know, in jail? How, I know that's. I mean, dumb. what the heck? That's what's dumb. the matter with women? Why they always go? You know, you have some nutcase, some bad guy like Scott Peterson years yeah. ago. I think he was getting love letters from all these girls. <laughs> Why do they always like the bad boy? I don't and then know. they all say they want a nice guy. Yeah, that's a bunch yeah, of crap. That is. Well, listen, Danny, have uh, have a safe drive home. You too, Sam. It's kind of nasty. I'm looking at the snow really coming down now. So. All right, I'm heading out of here. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. You've been listening to Skibber Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hey, get out there, do something, have fun, don't fall through the ice. We'll talk to you all next week. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.